My name is Chris Efgrave, and you better believe I'm an old school Hundy P. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred is proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. Old school Hundy P, is that better than an OG Hundy P? Uh, it depends on the weather, what size <laughs> shoes you wear. <laughs> when did you start listening to Humble and Fred, Chris? Uh, we're going to roll back the cave, uh, roll back the boulder from the cave. Uh, let's go back to probably 1997, CFNY. Okay, I think you're in the, uh, I think that's the Bingo Bob production era, or maybe the end of the Jason Barr era, but... What, like I'm trying to get a, a time frame. What took you so long? Like that's about eight years into the uh, Humble and Fred reign on CFNY. But is that just when you discovered this show on uh, 102.1? Yes. Uh, yeah. Pardon me for taking so long. Uh, I'm uh, I'm I'm 40 years old, so I was still just a uh, just a pup in high school, and uh, growing up in a house of radio. Uh, my father used to work for CFNY. Way back in the, I would say, late 70s, I believe. We still have the clock in the garage, uh, CFNY Talk Radio, the uh, pre-FM uh, radio days, or, or FM music days, pardon me. Really? Okay, what so, did your dad do for the station? My dad worked in sales. Uh, there's, that, uh, there's that old Simpsons joke with, I'm the guy that created those jingles, and then he gets punched in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, dad, my dad was the guy that tried to promote advertising on FM radio back in the talk radio days for CFNY. <laughs> wow. Okay, you go way back there. So you discover Humble and Fred in 97, but may I ask, like, were you listening to a different morning show before 1997, or is that just when you started listening to morning radio? Well, it's a, it's a touching story. Uh, when I go back and think of it in regards to when I first started listening to Humble and Fred. So living out in the country, uh, I became best friends with another Chris who lived on the opposite line of me. And every now and then, you know, we just have one of those nights where the two of us are hanging out and the parents have had, you know, too many beers, too many joints. And uh, they decide that they, you know, hey, would Chris like to stay for supper? So we'd uh, stay overnight and I take his uh, school bus in the morning. And on his school bus, he had the cool bus driver. <laughs> he had the bus driver who would bump Humble and Fred on the Ooh. radio. In regards to the connection I had to it when I was listening to it, it was like when you heard some music in your formula, formulative years hit you right away. Uh, it hit you with that feeling of, I need to be listening to this. Uh, my first time ever listening to uh, Nirvana, Nevermind, as soon as I hit play on the cassette deck and that, the drums came in, stuff, and it sounded like this is something that I need to be listening to. And I had almost the exact same feeling with listening to Humble and Fred. Amazing. Amazing. Love it. First listen. Absolutely. So Humble and Fred, you catch up with them in uh, 97. They're on CFNY for another, I guess, four years. And then they moved to Mojo. Did you follow them to Mojo Radio? Yes. I've always been a devout 
radio guy. Uh, even in my uh, in my early days, a gift to me one time from from my parents was that it was a little ham radio, one of those ones that you built yourself. And I'd be underneath the blankets, you know, with my ham radio, getting a bang, bang, bang on the door. Turn off that damn radio, huh. you know, squeak, 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 coming underneath the door. But uh, so yeah, so I, I stuck with humble and fresh through, uh, through radio, through Mojo, then on to comedy. I lost track of. Humble and Fred for a bit, but I've never been that really all that hip. And you can probably pick up on that way I'm talking to you. <laughs> well, first thing uh, you, you did, that's so, a big gap. I got to interrupt to ask, uh, why not follow Humble and Fred to Mix 99.9? Let's see. I'm just trying to think where I was at, at the time in my life in regards to uh, the mix. I was probably too young for mix because that was, they were playing a lot more uh, 80s adult contemporary at the right, time. Right, right, right. You wanted more uh, alternative music. Yeah, so if, if they go back to Mix 99, hey, I'm right in the mix now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said comedy. Like, that's funny 820, right? That was that was comedy 820. And I also, of course, remember Howard Glassman with uh, Ed the Sock as a kid watching TV with my dad uh, growing up with uh, City TV News as we originally grew up in Toronto. Shout out to Gord Martineau. Right on. <laughs> I also watched Ed the Sock, and I remember Humble Howard as the... Uh, the co-host, or I guess the host. I don't know how they work that out. But uh, that he was the first host of Ed the Sock on City TV. So when do you discover Humble and Fred have a podcast? It has to be by complete accident. Uh, I must have been shifting through anything a single guy looks through on the internet. And next thing you know, I'm back in love with Humble and Fred. That had to be the, had to be the cleanest way to answer that. <laughs> so you, you hear him, you discover the podcast, now, I have to ask you, because you called yourself an old-school Hundy P, but uh, I use the term OG Hundy P, but that means that you've been listening since 2011. Have you heard every episode of Humble and Fred's podcast? I have not. Uh, I, I, tune, I tune in and I tune out. So I'm not, maybe, uh, maybe I can't even get the, the letters right. Am I in, what is it called again? Am I in OG, OG Hundy P. Uh, OG Hundy P. Maybe I don't quite fit the status. Maybe I'm just an old school Humble and Fred friend. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear. We've had another uh, OG Hundy P episode with Chef Mike and Marilyn who actually don't uh, satisfy the criteria. Now, we work so hard to make this happen. Let's give people a little insight. So we had a scheduled Zoom, but it turns out you're uh, an, a Zoom novice and you weren't aware that you had to actually go to the link and then we couldn't get the audio to sound right. And I'm literally phoning you right now from my Google Voice, and we're recording this as a phone call. So I'm now very curious how you listen to the Humble and Fred podcast. Are you there live for the Facebook stream, or do you actually subscribe via a podcast aggregator? I normally listen to Humble and Fred uh, mornings on my laptop. Uh, I work as an independent contractor. Uh, I can't catch every episode live in the morning, but I go back and I watch them at the end of the day. Uh, my laptop is currently down for repairs. Uh, have you ever heard of ants in your computer? Like like the actual like insect? Yes. You have ants in your computer? I have ants in my computer. Wow. And you can you can you can google it. It's it's not just me. It's it's a thing. <laughs> How do they get in there? I mean, uh, I don't see anywhere, like I'm looking at my MacBook right now, and I don't see anywhere an ant could get in. Uh, how do they get in? Like, through the keys? What do they, how do they get in there? They can crawl in underneath the keys. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, so you have one of those keyboards where there's actually space to do that, because these new MacBooks, they're so flat, there's nowhere to get in. So how did you find out you had ants in your keyboard? 
Well, I saw an ant, and then I saw 10. <laughs> then I figured I have ants in my computer. Oh, my God. So, But the computer functioned? You just had ants. But did it function, or did they fry the... Uh, like they oh, fried? It's, it's malfunctioning. So I generally listen to Humble and Fred and do all my what-have-you through my laptop, but uh, my laptop is... I'm sure you can probably come up with a pun for this. It's... <laughs> It's uh, got ants in its pants. Out of way. Yeah, it's got a bug. I'd say your computer has a bug, uh, several bugs. Wow. Okay. So you do. So it sounds like you listen live on Facebook when you can. Absolutely. Okay. Very interesting to me. So this is actually a, a podcast you don't listen to as a podcast because, uh, theor- technically speaking, although this gets really pedantic, but listening to a uh, Facebook stream is not actually listening to a podcast. You're just listening to the recording of the podcast. But I digress. None of this matters to anybody except me, myself, and I. And that's an exclusive club here. So let me ask you, have you ever been, Chris, to any Humble and Fred live events? Humble and Fred, well, particularly Glassman, uh, connects with my family a bit. Uh, Howard and I have communicated over email in regards to our unfortunate previous problems with addiction. Oh, Howard and I have, uh, yeah, we've talked about um, the the channels that we've gone through in terms of our recovery, and just every now and then I shoot uh, Howard an email in regards to do that, just kind of a little a little booster because you know it's always a, a constant work in progress. Classman. Uh, right. Also did work with my sister who campaigns for people that are dealing with lupus. And uh, she used to host a former bike rally and uh, Glassman was uh, a member that uh, advocated that too and was always uh, very helpful. I like how you call him Glassman. (laughs) Getting kind of casual here. I'm talking uh, uh, like like we're at a pool table. Once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. So even if you don't drink, you're still uh, still an alcoholic, right? Yes, you learn to just live with this condition that, uh, that that you have, and there are people that have to either abstain, and there are those that can still continue to function with alcohol in their lives. But those who have to abstain can't confuse the two of them because even when one does continue to consume, it's still the same. Uh, work in progress as you go through life. One day at a time, right? That's right. You can only be one person and you can only be yourself. Do you support Humble and Fred sponsors? I certainly do. And I've been trying to get them advertisers as well. Mm. Just uh, Humble and Fred play in a certain, or, or well, yes, uh, Humble and Fred uh, play in a, in a certain league. And it's not every Tom, Dick, and Harry that can go in and sponsor the Humble and Fred show. So, <laughs> but... I understand that uh, they support small business, and even if they couldn't sponsor them, they're the kind of guys that would do anything to help out small business. And then whenever you can, you'll, uh, you know, if, if Kelsey's is sponsoring, maybe you'll pick Kelsey's as your uh, lunch spot. That's right, going, going for one of the big weeks. Nothing wrong with little Kelsey's on a Wednesday afternoon. Uh, they're on hiatus right now. we got to bring get Kelsey's back. I think we got to get them back in the Humble and Fred uh, family. Uh, Make Kelsey's great again. <laughs> Just don't put that in a red hat. It's very triggering, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was just it was a it was it was white shirt day, and somebody slipped in the red hat. <laughs> Actually, that episode is the only Simpsons episode you can't find on Disney Plus because uh, the episode I don't know if you watch the Simpsons, but the episode when uh, 
Homer's white shirt gets washed with Bart's red hat. That's when he goes to work in a pink shirt. And he ends up in the uh, insane asylum. And he meets a guy who calls himself Michael Jackson. Anyways, that's the Michael Jackson episode. You cannot find that episode on Disney+. Plus. Oh, uh, uh, to the days of the insane asylum. Uh, back in the days, if, uh, if you were a man preferring the company of another man, uh, if you were depressed, uh, you were clearly insane. Or if you wore a pink shirt. Or if you wear a pink shirt. <laughs> Do you listen, Chris, to any other podcasts? Or is it strictly Humble and Fred for you? Oh, I don't know there, Booner. Uh, just a little thing called Hebsey on Sports. Shout out to Mark Hebsher and Hebsey on Sports. I hear there's a really good co-host of that podcast. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy with a great cut. <laughs> on, uh, on that note, yeah. in terms of uh, with Humble and Fred, uh, anytime you've had Mark Hebsher on and continue with sports, uh, the relationship that Humble and Fred have with Bob McCowan. I always, I also listen to uh, the Bob McCowan uh, podcast. Absolutely, it's not just because I love the guys, but two very good guests because you can feel the history that they have with the uh, with Humble and Fred. Well, here's a fun fact: uh, whenever we book Bob McCowan on the show, it has to come through Fred because uh, McCowan won't uh, talk to me. He's a tough nut to crack. Well, who could? <laughs> Who could be? Who could be? Who could be bothered? <laughs> honestly, echo. I have. I have a little echo at the end. <laughs> I have. Uh, I have a better things to do than try to crack a nut. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, it's his. His loss, as far as. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I've tried to help out the show uh, over the years as well, uh, just with contacts of mine, trying to get friends of mine on the show, just to create better contact uh, content as well. Uh, one of them. Uh, one really good one. And now this. This woman and myself, we're not necessarily friends, we're just kind of connected over Facebook, but I've always been a fan of her, Jackie Delaney. And at the time that I friended Jackie, uh, Jackie Delaney and got her associated with Humble and Fred and on the, uh, on the podcast, that was right when the nuts were cracking, uh, go, going back to that reference again, <laughs> for the takedown of John Derringer. Oh, Voldemort. And, absolutely. And that was that was something really important, and uh, I I felt good about that. That was something that gave uh, Jackie uh, a stronger voice to get her message across, at least get the ball rolling, uh, and eventually accomplish the takedown. Mission accomplished, right? Right on. What do you like about the show, Chris? Like, what is it? If you're talking to a buddy and you're saying, "Hey, you got to check out this podcast, Humble and Fred," uh, what is it about the show that you? you know, you, uh, you use in, uh, to make your argument? They're two very highly relatable comedians. And the access you have instantly when you listen to it, whether you were a fan from 1997 or you listen to it now, and I've tried to give it that, I've, I've tried to do that myself. I've tried to listen to it as if I've never heard of them before. And it's worked. And it just sounds like constantly fresh material when they're on. What, what, what about when they're off? <laughs> I was trying to think of like when they're on. Does that mean sometimes they're not on? Uh, well, uh, when they're off, it feels more like you're, oh, th- that you're not in contact with them. Uh, you're not engaged. Uh, it's more like you're overhearing a conversation. When they have guests on that don't necessarily bring that bite, and they wind up having conversations where they're kind of talking about what'd you have for dinner last night or what'd you get up to on the weekend. 
yeah, that's that, that kind of hits the fast forward button a bit on the uh, on the Facebook there. Gotcha. Now this is the moment in the OG Hundy P episodes where I back away from the microphone and I pass the mic to you, Chris, and you get to address Humble and Fred directly. What would you like to say to Humble and Fred? Hello, boys. More prank phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to bring back Goo Head? Uh, bring uh, Goo Head and whoever that character was that uh, pranked uh, Kim Mitchell. <clears throat> I have no idea who that oh, was. Okay, <clears throat> okay. before we say goodbye, Chris, I just connected these dots. So you're the guy, because I had the deal with the brunt of that, you know. That was that went on me. So Because I got a very angry uh, message from Kim Mitchell and emails from Kim. So somebody, he said, somebody called his agent or manager and complained that he stood up the Humble and Fred. How dare Kim Mitchell stand up Humble and Fred? Was that you who made that phone call? You better believe it. I could have t-shirts made at a kiosk. I pranked Kim Mitchell. You pranked Kim Mitchell, and guess who took the brunt of it? Toronto Mike. <laughs> I remember when he, uh, when he did finally show up, uh, you were guns a-blazing because he, thro- he tried to throw a little static at yeah, you. Yeah, I do remember being fired up over that because Kim was shitting on me for something I had nothing to do with. And now I know who to blame. It's you, Chris. There's a great line from when he did uh, emerge. Uh, Howard says, no one's at fault here. And every time I listen to that, I think, oh, no. <laughs> This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred was proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. I'm Toronto Mike. You can follow me on Twitter, I'm at Toronto Mike. You can visit my blog, torontomike.com. Or you can subscribe to my podcast, Toronto Miked. Peace and love.